I'm Nuria Martinez-Keel. You're listening to The Source. Thanks for joining us as we discuss the Oklahomans' most impactful stories with the reporters who wrote them. Oklahoma City police shot and killed a black man named Benny Edwards on December 11th. A detective who investigated the shooting said an officer fired on Edwards unnecessarily, but now he's retracted that statement, raising questions about his credibility and deepening a rift between OKC police and the district attorney. Reporter Nolan Clay is here to talk about a surprising development in one of the most high-profile police shooting cases in Oklahoma City of the past year. Nolan, thanks for joining me today. Glad to be here. So let's start at the beginning. Benny Edwards was a black man who was homeless and suffering from mental illness. He was holding a knife when officers approached him on December 11th. Nolan, take me through what happened next. Well, there was an officer trying to... Trying to uh reason with him and uh another officer uh, sergeant holman shows up and he's got a taser and he jumps up jumps out of his car and even as he's jumping out of his car he's yelling at uh, at the uh mr edwards to drop the knife drop the knife and uh and uh edwards steps off the curb into the parking lot and that's when a, uh, a taser is uh, is deployed, and a third officer who's arrived uses a chemical deterrent. Well, this uh, escalates the situation, and the uh, Mr. Edwards charges uh, the one officer who was, had been trying to reason with him with a knife. That officer fires, and... Uh, Mr. Edwards turns and starts running down the uh, the parking lot with a knife still in his hand, but he's running away, and uh, Sergeant Holman drops his taser and fires three times, uh, hitting uh, uh, Mr. Edwards twice, uh, including in the back, which uh, kills kills the fleeing uh, fleeing man and. Uh, you know, there's there's questions about it. There's investigation, and uh, the district attorney decides that you can't do what uh, Sergeant Holman did, which is shoot a guy in the back when he's no longer uh, a, a a danger. At, and there was nobody around. I mean, his parking lot is uh, is uh, it's not like it's a, it's a strip mall, and it's not like there's a lot of people around. In fact, there's nobody in the Videos that are shown, so the so uh, Sergeant Holman's charged with a uh, with manslaughter. Detective Brian Carter investigated the shooting of Benny Edwards, and he initially said that Police Sergeant Clifford Holman shot Edwards unnecessarily. And like you said, Nolan Holman has been charged with first degree manslaughter, a very serious charge. Uh, Detective Carter wrote that statement that the shooting was unnecessary in an affidavit. Which, is, which he signed under oath and filed in court. So when did he start to walk that back? Well, it was uh, a little bit of background. Affidavits are attached to uh, uh, charges, and they basically give uh, a, a judge the rationale why somebody should be uh, uh, arrested and, and taken to jail and uh, 
and they didn't used to do those things. I mean, when I started the court, started covering court cases back in uh, '84 and, and '85 for the Oklahoma, and they didn't have affidavits, but they do now, and uh, uh, they're not like search warrants. So if somebody says something incorrect, it doesn't invalidate the whole search warrant, but they are important. And um, he put the word unnecessarily in there. And now he says that he shouldn't have. He can't stand by that and that he uh, couldn't stand by it when he put it in there, but put it in there anyway, and he felt pressured to add the word. Now, he hasn't spoken to me directly, but I've heard from people he's spoken to that he said he was pressured. I don't know exactly who he claims he was pressured by, he said he was pressured to add the word, and then he went and saw the the DA a few days later and says, I can't stand by it, which uh, calls into question his credibility in anything he's ever going to testify about in the future. Right. So when he retracts the statement that the shooting was unnecessary, is he then saying that it was necessary for officers to shoot Benny Edwards. Well, we can't read. We can't read. Uh, we can't read uh, too much into it, except what we know. Uh, you know, and some people are saying, well, maybe he was caught so much heat because he was widely quoted, uh, including in the New York Times and in our paper, that maybe he caught so much heat that he's not actually saying that he he. Uh, he didn't actually mean what he claims, that he didn't think it at the time, and maybe he just thinks it now and is saying that because of all the heat. So, But we don't know what he thinks. We don't want to read his mind. Uh, what we know is that he put in the word unnecessary in the affidavit, and now he says he can't stand by, stand by that word. And so, I mean... It kind of follows that he uh, probably is contending that uh, the shooting was necessary, but can't read too much into it. We just got to go with what what we know, which is he does not stand by that word. Right. What does this mean for the charges against Holman, the officer who shot Benny Edwards? This is kind of a unique circumstance, one that I've not encountered in years and years of, of covering courts. And uh, I'm not sure. The DA says it doesn't affect the case. The case will go forward. We asked uh, the sergeant's uh, defense attorneys, and they did not address uh, the impact, uh, the question about the impact of the case directly. So we'll see. Uh, They may raise uh, that uh, uh, the case should be dismissed. We'll just have to see. Things like this uh, are, are very much in flux and uh, that's why our job is interesting to see what happens next absolutely lying under oath can result in a criminal charge of perjury is it possible something like that might happen to detective carter well the police have already cleared him and the interesting thing about that is they cleared him without even talking to the da who was the one who said uh hey he he said he couldn't stand by what he's put in oath. And they, the police cleared uh, uh, Detective Carter without even talking to the DA or anybody else in the room when the when the detective came over, which has caused a uh, 
a firestorm of controversy because the DA is saying, how can they do this? He, he says their investigation of, uh, of Detective Carter and whether he committed perjury is, is uh, suspect and unreliable, and, and the DA is going to refer the matter to the Attorney General's office to uh, uh, look at it further. Of course, the Attorney General's office is in a is in a disorder too uh, because of uh, we don't really have an Attorney General, but uh, that may change by the time this broadcast comes out. Oklahoma County District Attorney David Prater expressed serious concerns about the fidelity of OCPD's investigation into Detective Carter. What did he have to say? Well, that's putting it mildly. He's ticked. I mean, he just he just says, you know, there's been questions about whether police can can uh, uh, should should investigate their own and whether they do a good job of it. Uh, you know, the police will say we we've uh, found uh, times when our officers erred and our officers have been charged because of our findings. Holtzclaw is a Daniel Holtzclaw is a police officer. Who, who was uh, sexually assaulting uh, citizens that he encountered on patrol is one is one prime example. But uh, uh, you know, it, it does raise questions about you know when there's a shooting, should homicide, a fatal shooting involving a police officer, should homicide detectives from that same department be investigating? Uh, should the OSBI or should a multi-jurisdictional task force be created to? To investigate. Now, the uh, the sad thing is that there are so many dang officer-involved shootings, and not all of them result in in fatalities. But there are so many that, I mean, if you had a task force or, or the OSBI, it would almost uh, overwhelm them because there's a lot in Oklahoma City. Right, and just to clarify. Bringing in another department to investigate a police shooting is pretty commonplace outside of Oklahoma City. It is. It is. And, uh, you know, the uh, I didn't put this in my story, but the Tulsa uh, DA in one recent shooting that was uh, somewhat controversial went to the grand jury and had the grand jury decide whether it was uh, justified or whether there should be a charge. And the grand jury decided there should be a charge. And... Uh, it uh, it's an interesting issue. A detective who admits to prosecutors that he was untruthful in an investigation damages his credibility in court. So how do we know that he was honest in other cases he was assigned to? Well, that's that will be what defense attorneys will uh, certainly raise in some cases now. It's not going to be raised in every case because, you know, sometimes a detective just talks about what was found at the crime scene and there's photographs and his credibility is not going to be questioned on that. But if uh, his credibility is going to be questioned in, uh, in other cases, the prosecutors, I expect, will stop using him as much. But he's one of the homicide detectives. He's one of the main, main guys. So it's really a... Uh, it really, as my story says, throws the whole, uh, all of his cases up in, uh, in a turmoil at the courthouse because of this. 
Right. And I, I believe you reported that uh, the DA's office has started to notify defense attorneys representing clients that whole, uh, Detective Carter has investigated. What does this mean for them? What's the process that they're starting to undergo? Well, there's a 1972 opinion by the U.S. Supreme Court that requires uh, prosecutors to uh, uh, notify if there's any kind of question about the credibility of, of, of one of the prosecution witnesses so that the defense attorney can make a decision whether to to uh, question uh, uh, the witness about uh, whatever matter it is uh, so that the jury can decide if he is credible. And, and there's, it's not, again, it may not come up in every case, but... Uh, the prosecutors are notifying uh, defense attorneys, and they missed one, at least one. They, they one guy, uh, one woman went on trial uh, for second degree murder, and the defense attorneys had not got the notice yet. I don't know why it was missed, but uh, uh, and that case ended in a uh, jury deadlock, and uh, the defense attorneys are saying uh, dismiss the case because if we'd been able to question the uh, the defense attorney, I mean, question the detective about why he lied, and uh, to the, and this affidavit, uh, it might have uh, changed the, the the outcome of the trial. It might have been an acquittal instead of a deadlock. Right. If if this detective ever sees the witness stand again, defense attorneys might question him every single time about why he put something untruthful allegedly in a court a legally binding court document and it gets worse if he gets charged i mean if he gets charged with perjury it gets even worse absolutely well nolan thank you for breaking this story and for talking about it with me today thanks for joining us this week This podcast is possible because of the Oklahomans' subscribers. We encourage you to subscribe if you can. You can read these stories and more every day in The Oklahoman and at oklahoman.com. Check back next Friday for a new episode.